Am I Pretty Now? A podcast about the ugly side of beauty. With Haley and Aaron. Hi guys. Welcome back to another episode of Am I Pretty Now? podcast about the ugly side of beauty. I'm Haley. I'm Aaron. And we are kicking off our second episode because we didn't mention it in the last. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is our second installment of our summer series. Um, we posted on Instagram mm-hmm. under our latest post, I guess. It, it wasn't the episode post. Um, goal of the summer series is all of the topics that we can come up with mm-hmm. of what's going to get you summer ready. Yeah, that um, summer body. That summer bod. So we kicked it off. Very appropriately with a diet. Yes. That would be the tapeworm diet pill. Go check her out. I think it's a good episode, but it was also my It topic. is a good episode. <laughs> it is a good episode. Um, but Erin is bringing us our second summer series. <laughs> so grab your seat. Grab your drink. Take us away. Yeah, so <laughs> kicking off uh, our second episode here of the summer series, uh, I'm going to be discussing appetite suppressants Ooh, and i want to mention um that i'm not going to get too deep into this because i do want to do another episode with just sort of general like diet pills sure um thermogenics that sort of thing which i ran into a lot with this appetite suppressant (laughs) category um but i just kind of really wanted to focus on the suppressants because i thought it was interesting i was going through a magazine <laughs> go figure. Sure. Looking at a magazine. <laughs> um uh maybe like a month ago and there was this picture of this girl and you know she's you know obviously like in a bikini, you know, and it's like, oh like help us, you know, get you ready for summer. And I assumed it was gonna be some sort of like um like weight loss surgery, you know, or like Something Mommy dramatic. makeover, you know, some sort, you know, some yeah. sort of like, let's get you those implants and that tummy <laughs> tuck you've been wanting, you know, right. that sort of thing. Because that's usually what those ads are for. Yeah. Um, but at the bottom, it actually wasn't anything having to do with the surgery. Okay. It was affiliated with a doctor's office. Um, but it basically says in the bottom in big letters, FDA approved oh. appetite suppressants. Oh, no. And I'm like, okay, well, like, that that was a weird twist for me, just because for whatever reason, I, like I said, I assumed it was going to be surgery. Sure. Uh, but. Or at least something no, topical. come to the doctor and we'll give you appetite suppressants. <laughs> like, not even, like, get you on a diet or, like, hey, we have, like, a dietitian yeah. and a nutritionist here. We're going to get you, like, healthy and in shape. Nope. No, just. Straight All to the doctor. All this ad was for was come to my office and I'll give you appetite suppressants. Well, and it's really good, uh, I'll know, a hail to our FDA episode. Yeah. Because I thought it was interesting and I'm like, FDA approved? Like, mm-hmm. no, it just means it's on the market. Like, So only for... And it just means like it probably won't kill you. <laughs> yes. Most likely <laughs> you're not going to die. You'll be okay. But I also think... <laughs> You know, it's interesting to have that in there because there used to be products on the market, and I'll just quickly address some of them a little bit later. Is this going to be that one had of the also been FDA approved? But like, they killed people. Ooh. So I didn't um, know there was death. But it's interesting because some of these things um, that are out there, like 
they're basically like variants of other pills <laughs> that have been <laughs> okay. out before. Okay. Just like, oh, they threw some extra ingredients in here mm. or they like downgraded the percentage of the thing that killed people okay so like i think you're going to be interested in seeing like there are still things out there on the market right now that are bad sure sure um, but i'm gonna kind of get to those a little bit later one thing i thought was um interesting so just sort of starting with like the whole history of this i'm sure people have been using appetite suppressants for years and years and years and years and years sure um i mean a lot of it is actually plant-based like hoodia is a big one yeah um you know obviously it's a plant uh, green tea is something that people yeah. use. Again, it's slightly like stimulant effect because of caffeine. Yes. Um, but it's also a known um, sort of appetite suppressant. Um, there's another um, ingredient. I think it's called coxithin, I think is what it's called. Focoxithin. Um, but don't take it if you're allergic to seaweed because it's like marine based. Oh, okay. So, so any seafood I, allergies? Right. I probably stay would stay away it. from it. Okay. Um, but so those are all like very natural things. So I'm sure, you know, people have been using them for years and years and years. Right. Um, but those are kind of like the things you can kind of get over the counter. Okay. We'll go into some things that are prescribed. I don't know how I feel about prescription appetite suppressants. Yeah. It doesn't really treat like a root problem. It's just or if you have like a thyroid issue or something <laughs> like that, it's not really treating that. It's just you're not eating and now you're not getting any nutrients whatsoever. <laughs> right. Um, but so, you know, obviously, you know, throughout time, people were using that sort of thing. Um, but you're seeing a lot of this kind of starting in the late 1800s, early 1900s. Okay. Um, because people were getting more into like athletic pursuits. Okay. And then for whatever reason, um, like horseback riding, that sort of thing. It was seen as something that was more for, like, the leisure classes. And so it was for people who didn't really have to work necessarily, so upper class. Okay. So this is where that whole sort of, like, thin and rich kind of thing, like, really started kind of coming into (laughs) vogue. Because it was like, oh, no, like, you don't really have to work. um, So you have all this time to go and do all of, you know, these other things. Sure. Um, So people kind of started looking up to that sort of more slender sort of ideal for both men and women. It was seen as healthier. Um, You were seen as someone, again, of like higher class, higher stature. Sure. uh, If you were slender. It's weird. Um, I don't really know why, but it's interesting because I feel like some of that even carries on into today. Oh, absolutely. like way back in the day, you know, it was kind of like if someone was maybe a little bit, you know, curvier, it was their family like had the means to get food. Yep. So you were usually rich. Yeah. Look back at old paintings. And now it's weird. It's like the more money you have, the more access you have to things, like the less indulgent you should be i it's it's weird but yeah. so in any case it's still something that we see going on today we're spending money differently we are whereas like you said well the people used to spend their money on all that food and have right. all those feasts now it's more like they're spending money on probably a lot of the topics they or uh, the products that you're right. going to bring up right yeah yeah right which is stupid it, it kind of is <laughs> yeah it's like food to live or products to be skinny like, look cute yeah, yeah i mean <laughs> And you can do both. I surely. spend my money on food. So, I mean, we both do every time we, we, do. we uh, record. <laughs> um, but two things that I thought were kind of interesting, um, kind of starting some of this off. I think they're interesting because they kind of go back to Kellogg's. 
Ooh. a little bit like and now I'm kind of like I really want to delve a little more into the whole Kellogg situation again like I know we kept promising yeah. that we're going to do another one <laughs> we will get back to it I really want to delve more into it again uh here's why because I found two different people who I kind of want to see how the timelines add up with Kellogg okay because I want to know who had the ideas first <laughs> okay <laughs> sure um, so in the 19th century, like very, very late 1800s, there was a gentleman named Sylvester Graham. Oh, is this? Uh, he <laughs> was very, um, so he kind of, you know, was saying like, listen, you, like if you want to be healthy, if you want to be slender, you need to eat fruits, veggies. He told people to stay away from spices, meats. Oh. Um, he developed something he called Graham bread, mm. which is now known as the Graham <laughs> cracker. Which was basically supposed to be for the same reasons that Kellogg's cornflakes came out. It was supposed to help to curb gluttonous cravings. Okay. Which I don't know about you, but I love some graham crackers. I And they have Teddy Grahams and like all that. Like, I don't think he knew all of that no. stuff was going to be happening in the future with his product. I get very gluttonous when it comes to graham oh, crackers. Oh, I do too. <laughs> and I love good s'more. Mm. Like, there are so many applications. Um, but it was supposed to be to curb gluttonous cravings. And also somehow um, to distract you from impure thoughts. Maybe it was like the taste was so delicious that it would like... Like your mind just races on that flavor. Yeah. Man, people were really scared of like sexy thoughts, they weren't were. they? <laughs> they were. Like, so have some graham crackers. I don't... But it's weird to me because like they're so delicious. Well, and it goes back to that, the like, catalog. I don't understand... like. I mean, they taste better with sugar on them, oh, yeah. of course. But, like, wh- why are we making these parallels that food is going to make us stop thinking about sexy thoughts? Maybe it's, like, that whole, um, like, oral fixation. Oh, that's a good point. But, like, that's not the same as, like, sexy time. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> there are different things you can do. I'm not-, not sitting at home and being like, oh, man having those thoughts again bring in the graham crackers right <laughs> right it's it's not your first thought right yeah it makes absolutely no sense and i think to me like i don't know what this graham bread was maybe it was super basic back in the day but like to me like i in a way i understand like the kellogg's because i mean putting like you said putting some sugar on it you know maybe like cutting up some strawberries mm. you know something like that making it delicious. makes it really really delicious yes but in a way i can understand you know like his whole thing was like let's have bland foods to just curb any <laughs> craving or any excitement yeah to not so get, get you that. excited but yeah. it's like this graham guy sylvester graham went like the opposite direction like let's have something really delicious and like it's supposed to get you away from impure thoughts maybe because it is so good but then how does that curb your cravings so i don't know so i i'm looking up a graham bread yeah recipe i don't know if does these it look are really original. boring no it looks delicious and see that's what i'm picturing i'm almost like little sprinkles of honey maybe on top and molasses like, brown yeah. sugar so i don't like, unless it's like honey and i don't get it because if it's supposed to also curb cravings in general and it, he's it telling you in it. do you know i don't hate an oatmeal raisin <sighs> if it's the right way if i know that i'm getting an oatmeal raisin then i'm okay with raisins yes but don't surprise it's like that otter <laughs> meme 
where it's making that really messed up face and it's yes. like i thought, I thought it, was it was chocolate a- chip oh that makes me That's so bad yeah they need to be i'm the same way if i know clear. what i'm getting <laughs> yeah and that expectation level is there i'm okay yeah but if i think it's going to be Mm-mm. chocolate then no. and i bite into a raisin yeah. fuck that shit yeah <laughs> spit it out it goes in the trash <laughs> And I will give my um, half-eaten cookie to yeah. someone else because it is not. I will only it. have it if it's intentional. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm I'm not sure because he's you know you should have fruits and veggies. I mean, but that makes then sense. he makes a delicious snack, <laughs> a sweet snack. Yeah. So I I don't I don't know. I feel like and I feel like you could get fatter on that too. Maybe that's the whole would. goal. Because they think that he knew what he was doing. Sylvester knew what he was time. doing. <laughs> freaking sylvester don't trust anybody named, named sylvester. sylvester right <laughs> um and then there was another uh gentleman i love their names horace fletcher <laughs> great name uh who what a weird name to have uh he was known as the great masticator you <laughs> um because i know what it means right but, it but still it's way sounds... too close to something else well and i feel like when you're like in like middle school people make jokes you know oh, like yeah. oh i'm just over here masticating you know like, this guy was probably going around and they're like yeah in, what is he the great masticator the great masticator <laughs> they're like the great masturbator yeah well and that's i what a horrible nickname well and here's the thing he did it to himself though wait because, he named himself that well no i don't know if he named himself <laughs> that but this is one of his quotes like he was a proponent of chewing okay which i think we can all agree we're supposed to do with our food understandable but kind of like remember how i was saying like again with kellogg's you know he was like oh you should chew so many times and he made everybody sing that song about chewing (laughs) yeah he believed that you should chew 32 times before you swallow anything because if not it's too much for your body to handle and try to break down so basically you have to do the work for your body which, like, to mm. me, if your body isn't working at that point, <laughs> chewing I it up just, isn't I, chewing, help. yeah, <laughs> like, you're already on your way out. Um, but so his, one of his catchphrases. I love this. I love that the great masticator has a yes. catchphrase. Uh, nature will castigate those who don't masticate. <laughs> I kind of want a t-shirt. Like, I want, like... We should something do it. with that slogan <laughs> i think we should um but yeah so that that was his catchphrase okay he would have it on banners like he would say it like that was his thing like he would literally make like impassioned speeches at like health conferences about like yes and like that yeah just overall health is improved by like your level of chewing <laughs> So I understand. And you would hate me because I frequently choke on food because I'm so excited about oh. whatever it is. <laughs> I eat I so feel fast. Like I've, I've chewed it enough, but then I find out very yeah. quickly on the way down that I did It's like halfway down yep. and you're like, I'm yeah. yourself. Yep. Yeah. Yep. There's like never anybody around when it's happening either. And never. You're like, I'm going to die yep. like this. I will be very shocked if I don't die from choking <laughs> on food. Yeah. <laughs> Because I eat so quickly. Mm-hmm. Like the great I masticator would probably say that that's the form that all foods should be in to begin with. Be. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it is technically your mouth is your first point of digestion. It is. So I understand where mm-hmm. he's coming from. But like, 
who has time to sit there and count right. how many times you're chewing stuff? I'm going to try it later. And if your body can't take it from there, like we said, I mean. It's not going to take it at all. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but yes. So those are two things I thought were interesting to like pioneers um, of the whole, you know, sort of like a diet kind, kind of movements. Sure. Um, but kind of going from there, <clears throat> there was a company in the 1940s. Um, I can't read my own hand, right? I mean, I'm going to be honest. I think it's called like the Carlay Company. They were based in Chicago. Okay. They had a very unfortunately uh, named product. It wasn't unfortunate when it was first invented. <laughs> yeah. Um, it really gained popularity in the 70s and 80s. They were basically candy cubes. Yeah. Uh, that were appetite suppressants. I couldn't find anything that told me exactly what was in them. Okay. But basically it was kind of, you know, that sort of like chew one and there's Not something in there that's going to write. Okay. Um, They came in chocolate, chocolate mm-hmm. mint, caramel, butterscotch, and peanut butter. I would eat one so of So I would totally them. have one of each, which probably yep. defeats the purpose, but I don't <laughs> care. I'll still do it. Sure. Um, they really took off in the 70s and 80s because, again, that's when kind of like that whole like, let's get physical, you know, the whole like <laughs> fitness craze, fad, uh, you know, jazzercise, aerobics, yeah. you know, the whole like yep. deal. Um, although they kind of like came into vogue just in time to go back out. Mm. The name of the product. Uh-huh. You've built it And it, it was up. spelled A-Y-D. Yeah. They were called AIDS. <laughs> that, that was the brand name. But it was an AYD. And And of course, people are starting to discover them. Like, they've been around since the 40s. Company's super pumped because, like, late 70s, early 80s, they're like, yeah, people are really liking this. Everybody wants skinny. Uh, Then there was actual AIDS. (laughs) Sure. I didn't mean to laugh at that. (laughs) No. But so by the end of the 80s, they basically all but shut down. Like, you can still, they still manufacture, but not, I mean, I haven't heard of them before. Why didn't they just um, change the name of the product? I, I would have. Like, remarket but, it. Because a lot of people yeah. do that. Same product, but so new label. They very quickly oh. kind of went went out. Oh, the flavors sounded delicious, They though. did sound delicious. And I like that they're like little candies. <laughs> um, but <laughs> Listen yeah. to us. We clearly are yeah. not going to be using no. these products. <laughs> no. Um, I mean, I would try them if somebody like oh, wanted to give them to us. Yes, if anybody um, can find yeah. their hand, get yeah. them on their hands, or even yeah. just you know let us know where we can get them. Yes, um, that isn't really shady or like Amazon Marketplace that somebody's had in their basement since the seventies <laughs> yeah. or eighties. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> um, but so there, there was that. Um, but basically, what they consider um, appetite suppressants. Um, they're in a classification of a drug called anorectics. Ooh. Um, which are basically um, drugs which reduce appetite, resulting in rapid weight loss. I don't like that they're called <sighs> anorectics. No. Because it has actually using some of these things because people do obviously start eating less. Right. They start seeing results. It becomes almost like an addictive sort of thing for people. Yeah. So the anorectics can lead to someone actually developing anorexia or other eating disorders. Sure. Which um, makes complete sense. It does. Which is unfortunate. 
Um, so that's, a, to me, I think that's my big thing with appetite suppressants is I'm kind of like, uh, in addition, like what's in there, like, again, yeah. it's not treating any sort of like root psychological cause, you right, know, for someone right. overeating, for someone who actually has a medical condition, yeah, you know, where they're just gaining weight, you know, even eating the smallest amounts, they still need to eat food. Yes. Yeah. So it it's a very slippery slope to me, oh. which I think is why I don't like the whole idea of an appetite suppressant. Yeah. Unless it's for someone who has like a medical condition that we know can be treated through this right. and that isn't going to be um, uh, problematic. Oh my gosh. <laughs> probably, yeah, probably. I was going to say uh, pre- predisposed, ah, you know, to, yes. you know, developing some sort of, but yeah. Oh, um, so that's one, such an unfortunate name. It is. Ugh. It is. Um, and then just kind of going along with that, um, again, I want to do sort of like some of the stimulants in another episode, because mm-hmm. I really just kind of wanted to focus on the suppressants here. Um, but interestingly enough, a number of the appetite suppressants uh, are related to amphetamines and mm. stimulants. Okay. Um, so, and originally amphetamines themselves, they were initially um, advertised as appetite suppressants. Not as like, oh, we're going to give you more energy and you're going to, you know, do all this crazy stuff. Yeah. Uh, No, it was just initially advertised as appetite suppressing drugs. Huh. And they were being prescribed as such. Okay. Um, But then they were eventually outlawed, especially in Europe. A lot of European countries um, have have outlawed this, not so much in the U.S. Um, Europe is always Due to a lot of safety issues. Yeah. I feel that they're always ahead of us. 100%. For sure. I mean, like decades yep. ahead of us yes. with a lot of this stuff. What else did they come up with that we've talked about? Oh, we didn't do any episodes on it, but um, Tattoo Ink. Yeah. They are really regulating that now, um, too. Also certain types of sunscreen. Ooh, are they? They're they're regulating. They also but that's have... more because of like uh, like coral reef safety. Ah, uh, okay. I can get so, behind that yeah. for sure. Um, they also have like safety, you know, what I, like preservation, because a lot of the sunscreens that are used throughout the world, pretty much, especially in the U.S., yeah, um, are actually damaging to the coral reef. So. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you look at the back of a lot of sunscreens, they will have um, like a little symbol yeah. on the back yep. that say that they're basically like reef friendly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I try to look for that. Or at least I try to look for a brand. Um, it's my next topic. Yeah. Um, as a pale person, though, my options are very limited. Though, yes. But I do my best to try to like. I not I try cause to. More issue. I try to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what I was just gonna say, just on top of uh, Europe being so ahead of us and all these regulations, food regulations are completely. There are things that Europeans cannot believe that Americans eat because our guidelines are so skewed. In Mm -hmm. comparison, that they're, like, disgusted by... Like, American cheese is one thing that should not... Yeah. It's not not a real cheese. And yet... It's so good on a grilled cheese, though. (laughs) Yeah. Like, if there is an option, whether it's, like, regular American cheese or vegan American cheese or, like, whatever, Mm -hmm. and people are like, oh, like, what kind of cheese do you want? It's always going to be American cheese. (laughs) And it shouldn't be. It should never be American cheese is is the choice. But I will always choose it. Absolutely. 
I love me a good grilled cheese. Yeah. Good old American cheese. Good old American cheese. <laughs> um, but in any case, yeah. So amphetamines. <clears throat> um, w- some of the issues uh, that have kind of come about with that, obviously, addiction, mm-hmm. um, hypertension, and tachycardia. Ooh. Um, those are all things that they know for a fact are, you know, sure uh, directly related to um, amphetamines. There is a product uh, that is called Aminorex. Okay. Um, that used to be very, very popular. It was very popular appetite suppressant. Um, but it had to be outlawed due to deaths in Germany, Switzerland, and Austria. Get out. Um, like enough people died in those countries that they said, nope, we can't do that anymore. But that was wow. a very popular um, prescribed. That okay. was one that was more prescribed in Europe than it was over here. Sure. Um, but they, they pretty quickly shut that one down. They definitely accepted accountability on it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another one, and this was legal here, uh, Fenfen. I think you probably, um, it was legal here. I don't know when they outlawed it, if it was like the late 90s, early 2000s. Okay. Because a number of people did in fact die. It was such a stimulant, like, but it was very oh. popular. It was very heavily prescribed. Um, P-H? Uh, yeah. F- or F- P-H-E-N-F-E-N. Uh, Fen-fen. And one okay. of the main things in it is fentanyl. I was wondering if yeah. that was part of the title. That's, that's I think, the second fen <laughs> the in F- there. Fen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and then wow. a lot of illegal drugs. Um, sure. Contain elements related to this. Um, a lot of illegal drugs um, also contain a good majority. I'm not going to get into a whole lot of description here because that's going to be a whole other episode. Sure. Um, but do contain a lot of the same ingredients as both prescription and over-the-counter appetite suppressants and stimulants. Get out. Mm-hmm. Just, again, different doses, um, percentages, slightly different chemical uh, just makeup to kill just you. enough yeah okay yeah so by that comment then we can assume that when you had said amphetamines mm-hmm. there's probably like a possibility that some of these products yeah. had meth in them yeah <laughs> okay okay yeah there was definitely and we're we're gonna get into that for sure yeah um in that episode um but yeah i mean meth meth basically uh in uh-huh. and of itself actually i mean used to be prescribed you know the same wow. way that like cocaine was in coca-cola <laughs> sure they used to prescribe that to people you know they literally prescribed cocaine to people um there are actually elements of heroin that are in a lot of prescription drugs as well just again different like not pure form and you know very diluted very whatever wow. but it's yeah um so a a lot of really funky things but especially having to do with like the weight loss industry yeah um it kind of i i shouldn't surprise me but i feel like the things that are in so many of the products um there are um let me see here okay yeah so just um some general things that are in some of these yeah um there's something um called uh thylakoids that are generally again found in green plants um they basically sort of help to suppress your cravings um to the point that they can even help to offset any hunger pangs oh you might have from having gone so long with not eating usually a hunger pang is like your body saying like 
you know Feed like us? critical <laughs> yeah now you you need to have something <laughs> right um but yes wow um, and it also helps uh with dilate with a uh, delayed fat digestion mm. so anything you do eat is going to make you obviously you know you're you're going to kind of hang on to it a little bit longer yeah yeah um there was something else um called ghrelin g-h-r-e-l-i-n um which again um it actually helps to lessen the impact of your hunger hormones oh um a lot of the products that you can get over the counter have capsaicin in them which is just Mm -hmm. pretty much a spice but it's helped to uh increase your metabolism which to me i think is interesting because i'm like how does that help you eat less because to me i would feel like it's like sped up so now you're hungrier right but somehow no capsaicin is uh in hot peppers yeah isn't that what they call them overseas? They don't call peppers peppers in anywhere except, I think, in America. Yeah. They're like, I think they're called capsaicins yeah. or something very similar to it. Yeah. 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 Um, and then obviously, like, uh, well, there are two <laughs> things that are out there that are prescription. There's Zenical. Okay. Yep. Is something I'm sure we've all heard of that's yep. uh, prescribed. And then there's another one um, I'm sure we've all seen. I used to remember seeing it at, like, Sam's Club. Uh, Ally. Yes. A-L-L-I. Yeah. Which is an over-the-counter. Um, it actually has a lot of the same properties as Zenical. Oh. Which is a prescription. She um, can get that on the shelf at Walmart. Right. It's made by GlaxoSmithKline. <laughs> uh, they both have been, they're only supposed to be used, and again, it's hard with Ally because they're not really, like, nobody's prescribing it to you to, like, see what your physical state is like you haven't had a physical you know to kind of check everything out um but they've both um been linked with liver problems oh um and uncontrollable bowel movements and gas oh no so it's one of those things where like people (laughs) just like well there there it is they just poop um which that's more of i think like an embarrassing sort of thing absolutely Um, but the liver problems for sure um are going to be you know problematic i think we already talked once before about that girl i worked with (laughs) who was on some over-the-counter stuff but she had also used uh what was it like b b pollen supplements yeah plus something else and we had to tell her the one day because she was wearing white pants and we were like hey um." see but that's not good either like i know in terms of classifying things pooping yourself it shouldn't be happening at all because something isn't working properly yeah like your body is not contracting all the things that they're supposed to if you're pooping yourself right and not knowing it that's even scarier well because sometimes it's just like a liquid situation so it's just like a leakage yeah but again that's not good you shouldn't be happening your butt should not leak no and no part of you should really be leaky you should be leaky um yeah (laughs) so to me i feel like that's even trickier like the one i guess i can get because it's a prescription yeah but the other, I'm like, you have to be really tricky. Like, if there are things out there that can cause some of these issues. Yeah. Like, yep. should we just be letting people go to the store and decide that they just want to take it? Yeah. And take it? Just willy-nilly, no medical Not that I want everything to be regulated all the time. But, but there are things that should be regulated. There are people, I think, who are probably shouldn't be taking these things and are. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, other things that are associated um with some of the ingredients uh suicidal thoughts that's not good you're trying really? to like better yourself i'm assuming <laughs> usually uh, that's where you want to go and yourself 
uh, liver damage, heart valve abnormalities, oh, high blood pressure, obviously um, the potential for addiction, mm-hmm. heart attacks and stroke, uh, and some even um, include uh, risk of cancer. No shit. So particularly um, colon. Ugh. Go figure. If you're having, you know, everything kind of yeah moving in and out. Uh, yeah. Wow. See, and maybe this is just like me trying to justify it, but like if those are risks, and I know realistically it only takes one person to have those suicidal mm-hmm. thoughts for it to have to be uh a side effect right but like if i were looking at that stuff and i could be happy eat all the food i want and still have the risks of and this is a really wonky wonky way to go but be fat and happy mm-hmm. eat all the food i want to and then still risk having like heart issues and blood pressure and and a lot of people mm-hmm. mental health is a really big issue right now in the world let's be real suicidal thoughts yeah. so either take all of those and be fat and get to enjoy all my food or be right. miserable on a and diet And have those same things. And yeah. have those same symptoms. I'm going to eat all the fucking right. food. Right. Like, that is such a weird logic to me. That they think that those symptoms or those side effects are okay. Right. People kind of already have all of them. hmm I wonder, though, too, if it's, a, if it's like a sneaky sitch. Where they're like, well, people are, well, I mean, heavier people are taking the, our pills. So, is it us causing the high blood pressure or is it the fact that they're overweight right. that's call- causing well it? and i think that's the thing like i think like i want to believe that when they're prescribing this to people yes they're taking <clears> into <throat> account their current because technically they should be as medical professionals you know like what are they dealing with now yes what are their mortality risks what yep. issues are they already dealing with and are is taking this going to be more beneficial? Yes. Because that's yep. really kind of, you know, what the whole thing is. Like, do the benefits outweigh the risks? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I can't say that I fully believe that's what's always happening. Yeah. Because I am just going to take a second here and I'm going to show you. Okay. The picture from the magazine. And you tell me if you think that, like... And I shouldn't say this because I don't want to, like, slander them. No, no. Um, but to me, there's no reason for a medical professional to uh, really give this woman anything. Oh. She's already very slim-framed, we'll say. Yeah. Like, she Almost, like, scarily. <laughs> In a way. Like, I hesitate like, to say it, but it's very... Like, the abdominal area right. is very thin. She's beautiful. Oh, yeah. Gorgeous. She does not need to be going on any of the things that she is advertising. So I can't say that I believe that this was, like, given to someone to get to this point. Absolutely. Because they had health issues to begin with. Yes. So that's something that, that you know. Yeah. I think that's kind of what made me want to get into this whole thing today because i was like wait a minute (laughs) like i understand you know if somebody was like super you know unhealthy and they had Mm -hmm. some medical issues you know and they really needed help absolutely 100 percent. i'm like all for it do your research on what your doctor is going to prescribe you you know whatever (laughs) if that's the case um so you know i'm not shaming anybody who you know is is on you know some sort of appetite suppressant that's 
um, been prescribed to them. Yep. I just question some of the ingredients that are in some, especially yeah. knowing that some of this stuff is like over the counter at this point. Oh, yeah. Um, There's sections of the pharmacy and even like Walmart's yeah. and Target's dedicated to diet supplements. And when you look at some of the things in them, if you actually like research. Yeah. Like not, not good. They're not good. No. And that is a perfect uh, explanation of why we're saying these things need to be all under doctor supervision. Yes. We're not saying we want Big Brother and everything because they're already getting right. into stuff that they shouldn't be. But the, the, you need doctor supervision on anything diet related and especially to me with like the appetite suppressant thing because it does have that risk of going too far to the other side yes yeah we're like now you're dependent on it yep and what happens when you go off exactly if you haven't dealt with anything else yep it's the weight's just going to come back right or if the weight doesn't come back now are you addicted to the weight loss and then you're going to continue on with some you know yeah bad habits i just i don't see a lot of good habits kind of coming from this and that's another thing about diet culture in general and we brought it up in the tapeworm diet pills too of how far is too far when Mm -hmm. are people going to stop because it is addicting that high that you get when you look in the mirror you put on clothing and you're like wow i look great you get on that scale and that number is down and you're like yes but i could look better Right. If I lose five more pounds, and then it becomes five right. more. And people don't know what you're doing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's... Diet culture sucks. It's tricky. Yeah. It's tricky. And again, guys, like, that's not to say that, you know, we're like, we hate diets, and we never try to... I mean, I'm pretty sure we've both... I'll be blunt. Taken some of this stuff over the counter when you're... You know, there's one you mentioned. Especially I've definitely when you're tried. younger. You Absolutely. know, and you're like, oh, let me do this. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's one I'm not going to say by name, but mm-hmm. I will mention when I get into more of the uh, fat burner <laughs> sort <Ooh>. of thing. <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah. We're anti-quick fixes. Yes. We're pro if you eat well and take care of yourself and drop yes. in weight. Uh, but there's even a fine line with some of those diets. Well, too. it is. Uh, technically, it's... though, like, uh, I'm going to get probably a little bit of heat for this. I don't like the keto diet, but it's not because the keto itself. It's because people use it to lose weight quickly. Mm-hmm. And the second you stop it, you're going to gain all that weight back. That's what I don't like about a lot of these things, too, yeah. is that it's not, you know, and people are like, oh, no, but it's a lifestyle Yes. So to me, choose a lifestyle <laughs> that you want to live. That you want to continue. As a lifestyle. Because yes. if it's something that you're not going to be down with or where you feel like you're um, denying yourself things. Yeah. You're it, not going to stick with it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, <laughs> um, but in any case, so that's pretty much what I have for appetite suppressants for today. That was perfect. Um, yeah. 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 Cool. Awesome. Um, Anything else to mention? I don't think so. I feel like there were things I wanted to mention that I didn't mention that I forgot to mention. (laughs) Um, Oh, so here's one. Uh, A natural way to help suppress your appetite is to drink water. (laughs) Oh, hey. So we can just always try to do that, too. Well, and a Um, lot of people tell you, a lot of people 
This seems like a lot. It says 500 milliliters is the recommended amount. I don't know what that is, but it sounds like a lot. I don't know how much a milliliter is, though. I don't either. It's probably not as much as we think it is. Well, whatever it is, guys. Yeah. uh, 500 milliliters (laughs) of water half an hour before you eat. Um, Maybe you don't have to take a over-the-counter pill. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) A lot of people will tell you, too, we miss understand thirst pains yes for hunger pains because they say like try to drink something and see if that helps yeah i mean i feel (laughs) like we both do both we try to a lot i try to i always have Mm -hmm. to pee though (laughs) i do too (laughs) um yeah on that note then i'm Haley. i'm erin this was am i pretty now podcast thanks for tuning in and until next time Stay spooky. Woo! <laughs> Am I Pretty Now is hosted by Haley Eshelman and Aaron Healy. Our theme music was composed by Jason Mundock. The show is recorded at the So Good Media Studio at the Candy Factory, a co-working and social club in Lancaster, PA. Schedule a tour at coworkinginlancaster.com. Keep up with Haley and Aaron and all things Am I Pretty Now on Instagram at Am I Pretty Now Pod.